0: florida population of 581 hope you're doing well um the storming season it's produced some pretty crazy storms here in florida uh one of my favorite things i like to do is i like to play the song lluvia by eddie santiago it's one of my all-time favorite songs and the song the english translation is rain but it's just the perfect rainy day song and it's called rain it's just amazing stuff and I think the United States as a whole would be significantly better if everyone knew about that song. <laughs> because, oh man, what a, culturally, Latinos bring so much amazing stuff to the United States. And it's such a shame that we, that we don't explore the concept of the immigration crisis and the cases of the migrants coming in legally, by the way, because by international law, they're allowed to enter U.S. soil and seek asylum. But, we're not having that conversation. That's another day. I'm here to dispel the myth about the whole, this is an invasion. The United States is full. Oh, the United States are too many people. We've got the resources to help them out. Why can't they just stay in their own homeland? Why can't they just, you know, line up and do the right thing and what? No, 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 no. I'm here to prove to you that not only can we help everybody, but also... There is no way the United States is too full to receive, you know, 500,000, 1 million, 2 million, 3, 5 million migrants can bum rush the border and we'd still be able to help them. We have the money, the resources, the connections, and the space to accommodate everyone. And for the record, notice that the conversation about, you know, Title 42 stopping and how we were going to be absolutely, you know, drowning in, you know, immigration immigrants coming in has not happened. It hasn't happened. Notice the news got super quiet about it because there isn't this wild invasion. It's not. There is an increase in migrants Trying to come in. There is an increase in immigrants trying to come in because of things that happened during the Bush and the Trump and the Obama administrations. And because there is, by the way, the largest attempted invasion of a European country since World World War II. It's not just Latinos trying to cross to Texas to New Mexico, to Arizona, there are people from Ukraine, people from Russia, people from India who've had to escape a country that is now the most heavily populated nation on earth and is significantly smaller than the other countries that have heavy populations like China and like the United States, which I'm going to argue has enough space to accommodate everybody. I just mentioned the Keenanville population of 581. You think we can't fit more people here? Come on. Come on. And now let me throw in some more fun statistics because I feel like geography has become you know very much forgotten and neglected in the United States education system for one reason or another. I think there is a total lack of coherence as to how big this country is, as to how much space this country actually has. And so, and the whole notion that all these large cities are full, it's not reality. It isn't. And so we're going to start with the first fun statistic, right? How many cities in the United States have a population of a million plus? Right, United States has nine cities with a population of over a million as of right now. Maybe it'll go to 10 to 12, maybe 15 at the most within the next 10, 15 years. India has 40 cities with a population of over a million. China has 150 cities with a population of over a million people. You think we don't have the space to accommodate? Really? Now let's go jump into this. How many cities, how many metropolitan areas in the United States have a population of over 10 million? So let me expand this to, you know, include multiple cities. In the United States, there are two metropolitan areas with a population of over 10 million. New York City, of course, being the primary, and then Los Angeles being the secondary. So, the metropolitan areas of New York, which includes, you know, the boroughs, includes parts of New Jersey, and includes uh, the rest of Long Island, over 10 million. We have two of them. India has two cities of over 10 million people. Not metropolitan areas. I'm just talking cities. China has 10 cities, just cities, not even discussing metropolitan areas, 10 cities of over 10 million people. You really think we don't have the space to accommodate? We're a larger country than China. We're significantly bigger than India. Look at the numbers. We are we still have space. You can't tell me that. Now, let's go, there. let's go in this direction. Where does the United States rank in population density? 82nd globally. In other words, people per square mile or people per square kilometer, if we're going by, you know, whatever measuring stick you want to go by. The United States is less full, statistically, than Mexico, Spain, Iran, China, of course, Germany, and even Japan and Taiwan. Here's the next fun stat. Because once again, we, you know, we discuss the United States as oh, 50 states. And when you say it that way, we kind of lug them together as if they're equal in size and population and what they offer, when that's couldn't be further from the truth. So let's take let's take the state of Texas, which used to belong to Mexico. <clears throat> so when you mention that they're invading the United States through Texas, <clears throat> You could argue that, you know, the Latinos are just reclaiming land that was stolen from them. Um, Someday I'm going to have this conversation about how Mexican-Americans deserve reparations just as much as Black Americans and Native Americans. But that is a vicious conversation that I will need deep research before ever exploring. But considering historically how much land the United States has taken from Mexico, how much good land conversation is to be had but the state of texas is larger than germany and has approximately 100 less people per square kilometer and if you remember germany has taken in 800,000 refugees from syria as a matter of fact in the past few years starting with the merkel you know the the final years of angela merkel before she uh, stopped being the chancellor of Germany. They have taken in over over 1.2 million refugees from different countries. Most of them from Syria. That's Germany. That's just the state of Texas taking 1.2 million. And you're telling me that we're too full and we don't have the resources? And of course, you're like, well, you can't compare the economy of Texas and the economy of Germany. I can because Texas by itself is a top 20 global economy. It is one of the biggest money-making pieces of land in the world. Florida is a top 20 economic force. California by itself is the fifth most successful economy in the world by itself. Montana is also larger than Germany. Just the state of Montana, and they have 83 million less people than Germany. Are you telling me this country's full? Are, have I destroyed this notion yet? Let's continue. California is the size of Japan, approximately. They're very, very similarly sized. And they actually have similar economies because both Japan and California are top 10 global economies. California has 80 fewer people per square kilometer. Are you still telling me that we don't have space? Come on. Next up, the state of Alaska. And yes, we can make the argument that you know, there are lots of parts of Alaska where one cannot live. And, you know, it is a little bit hellish to try to live in certain parts of Alaska. But Alaska is 30% bigger than Colombia. One state of in the United States is 30% bigger than Colombia. And Colombia has taken in 2.4 million people from Venezuela in recent years because of the crises that are happening in that poor country. What is our excuse, guys? Colombia has nowhere near the economy of the United States. No offense to Colombia. They've been through a lot in the last, you know, couple of generations, obviously. What is our excuse? Are we full? Are we really too full, guys? Are we? Are we? New York City has more people... Than 38 different states, including double the population of Utah, double the population of Nevada. And if we count the metropolitan area of New York City, it is 20 million plus, which is higher than that of 47 states. <laughs> New York City metropolitan areas population is larger than that of 47 of the 50 states of america and it isn't even one percent of the total amount of land that's in this country how can you tell me that this country is full how can you how can you claim that it's such a lie Here's another fun fact. This is the last one, I promise, because I know you didn't decide to listen to this to learn some things. Who wants to learn things anymore? The United States has 3,800 ghost towns. There are 500 plus ghost towns in Texas, 250 ghost towns in Florida. So that's 3,800 places that have populations of probably like less than 100 or even zero. 3,800 places that have roads that go through it, that used to have resources, that used to have space for houses and stuff like that. There are places in Montana where you can live for free because the population is so low and because it's so, you know, it's so far apart from everything. And you're telling me that this country is full? Come on, guys. Come on. So clearly, that's not the case. The people that say this are whether super ignorant to just how big the United States is and just how much money and resources the United States has or have my grammar is not good tonight, or they don't want the Latinos coming in. They don't want for the United States to to, you know, become more diverse. They don't want that. There has been this extreme rise in white supremacist rhetoric that has resonated quite heavily in your 4chan. It's resonated quite heavily in Twitter under that white supremacist whose money came from apartheid. They're, they're, their voice has been able to grow. And it's kind of ironic because they're always like, we're always being shy. And sh-. Nah, man, you're, you're, you guys are way too loud for what you are. All right? If it were up to me, if I was running the United States, if I ever became president, I'd ban Nazi flags, period. That's what they do in Germany. But these people continue spouting this nonsense, spewing this garbage, this venom, and they hide themselves behind the First Amendment as they try to paint this narrative about how the country is full and how the country is being invaded by these people from, you know, the neighbors of the South. When the bigger story is that the richest country in the history of the world had spent the last 150 years fucking up other countries. And now, as a result, all these other countries have populations of people that are looking for a better life because their country hasn't fully recovered from U.S.'s wild-ass actions. And I'm not here to blame a political party or any politician in particular for all these actions that have happened But what I am saying is that we should be able to provide help to all these people because they are in desperation. They are looking for a better life and they deserve a second chance, period. And these people that argue that, oh, we're full, it's bullshit. So one of two things is happening. You're either too stupid or ignorant to realize that it's not the case Or you're painting this picture because you want to keep America as white and as fake Christian as humanely possible. Latinos have become the largest minority group in this country. And it scares white Americans for whatever reason. For those who had this like terrible agenda have probably seen what's happened in California where the Latino population has gained lots of power. They're seeing that, you know, Arizona, and New Mexico has had wild increases in Latinos and the state of Texas, which used to belong to Mexico, just might go back to Mexico in the near future because that state is also becoming heavily populated with Latinos. And this it's no coincidence that DeSantis signed the bills that he signed before Title 42 dropped making it practically illegal for me to drive in a you know an illegal immigrant knowingly and trying to help them it is illegal it is a federal it's it's an offense and I could land in jail for driving somebody around when if they don't have their papers if they're illegal it's no coincidence because DeSantis doesn't want Latinos here in Florida. He wants to keep the Latino population as low as possible. This is why he has passed all these bills. This is why he's transforming Florida into this, you know, tax-free haven for rich white people. It is not a coincidence that he started banning all these books that would help minorities realize their worth and their value. That's why he's trying to ban all these books that would that displays the injustices, that displays the inequality that black Americans and Latinos and Native Americans face. Because it's all about painting this picture about how there are no problems and how it's not that white America is trying to keep these keep minorities down. It's that us as minorities, we have not tried hard enough to gel with American culture. But here's a newsflash. American culture is a hedgepodge of different cultures from all over the world. All of your favorite foods in the United States have backgrounds from other countries. I don't want to hear it. I am tired of it. It is absolutely infuriating that we have to have this conversation in the 21st freaking century. And this is a multi-party issue because under the Republicans and the Democrats, we have mistreated migrants. We have mistreated immigrants. We have mistreated the situation at the border. We have allowed for the cartels to continue gaining power because we have this war on drugs that's completely unnecessary. And we paint the wrong people as the villain in this story. Over 85% of the fentanyl that crosses the border come from actual, like, Americans, like white Americans. It is not the people crossing the border, seeking a better life, bringing in the fentanyl. No, they're bringing in their children. They're bringing in their past, their troubled past. They're bringing in their culture that comes from a country that is going through some rough times. They deserve help. They deserve a second chance. And I have given you all these statistics because I have proven that this country is not too full. It is that there is not enough care or not enough support from the White House and from the dumb politicians that we vote in to try to help these people. We can cut the military budget in half and still have the largest military in the universe. We have the money, resources, power, connections, and manpower to help these migrants properly, to have a proper process of, you know, of immigration, to have a proper process for citizenship, to have a good process to allow for these people to become Americans. Because a diverse America and an America that is as full as possible is a good, proper, working, money-making America. These are your future taxpayers. These are your future inventors, your future doctors, nurses, your future, you know, creators. But most of all, these are people that need help and deserve help. For most of these people are victims of things that were not their fault that they did not have a hand in. And yes, some here In the United States will make this argument where it wasn't my fault that the United States invaded Panama. It wasn't my fault that we helped, that, you know, the United States helped some coups in South America. It's not my fault that, you know, the gun manufacturers are secretly selling weapons across the border. Not my fault that these things are happening. Yes, but you're in a significantly better place in a significantly better positioning than these people. And the least you can do, the moral thing to do, the Christian, Jesus-loving thing to do, is to help those in need, which includes these migrants, regardless of where they're from, regardless of what country they came from and regardless of even what the condition is of certain countries. Because there are certain you know, Central and South American countries that have improved, that are still having people leaving the nation in search of a better life. El Salvador has improved. Brazil doesn't have a, <laughs> doesn't have a wild, psychotic white supremacist running the show anymore. Chile is trying to rewrite their entire constitution. Mexico is under a very beloved president, a little polarizing globally, but he is pretty beloved in his home in his, you know, in his home country. There are countries that are improving. The amount of Mexicans crossing the border has actually decreased over the years. There have been more Mexicans that have decided to live their lives in their home in their home country because they have seen improvements. Honestly, if, you, if, they, if there was a way to eliminate the cartels in the next couple years, then Mexico's laundry list of problems would decrease significantly. But even then, these people crossing the border deserve our, deserve our support, deserve our help. And it's time to stop this dumb narrative that it's an invasion. It is not. It's people seeking help, and if a country smaller than Texas could handle, can handle, you know, over a million migrants, then we, then the United States of America, one of the five largest countries in the world in terms of land mass, the most successful country in the world in terms of economy, can handle whatever number of people are coming in. I don't care. I don't care what your argument is because it is wrong. These people deserve our help. Period. Done. I shouldn't be spending 20 minutes discussing this. This should be no-brainer. But unfortunately, as I've said, the moral compass of this country has just shifted so badly. Especially, it, it, showed, it definitely showed its truest colors during the pandemic. But we gotta stop. I have proven to you that statistically we can help them. And we gotta find a way to really start silencing those voices of people who are like, Oh, it's an invasion. Because it's not true. They deserve our help. Period. I don't care. Have a great night. Help your neighbor. Appreciate where you are. Because as I've said, there are millions of people that would do anything to be in our shoes. Here in the States. Even in the midst of all the problems that the United States has, which is a lot and it's frustrating, it still doesn't compare to the hell that these people face as they're trying to cross all these different countries, all these different types of terrain, go through all these different dangers just to try to find a better life for themselves and for their children and grandchildren. So, prayers for them, be grateful, help your neighbor. Have a great night. Bye.